Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today on Sense of Soul, we are so incredibly excited to have a sweet new friend of ours by the name of Vanessa. Vanessa is a spiritual healer, coach, and integrative bodywork therapist. She practices as a Reiki master and advanced energy medicine practitioner. She is the founder of the Fifth Dimension Therapy, which is a company on a mission to serve humanity and in innovating how we heal by returning power and purpose back to the people. We're so excited to have you. Oh, I'm so excited too. You both are so special to me. You are so special. So tell us how Fifth Dimension Therapy came about. Yeah. So when I was just getting out of high school, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And all of my friends and my family, like, Hey, are you going to college? Like what's going on? And I just felt the pressures of society that I had to make a choice coming to that age where, you know, you're making this choice that, okay, what are you doing with your life? It's a big transitional moment for everyone that's graduating high school and then moving into college or the workforce, military. I had no clue. I had no clue other than I loved working with the mind. I studied psychology early and uh, did a running start program here in Washington state and studied psychology. And I just did not feel aligned with continuing that. It felt too structured uh, going into therapy, mental health therapy, or psychology, psychiatry. I just, didn't, I just didn't feel aligned with it. So I was like, I don't think I can commit another four to six years of my life for something I'm not feeling deep within my soul. So through meditation and exploring myself and exploring consciousness, I was told your business is called Fifth Dimension Therapy. Just told that through meditation. I'm like, where did this come from? This is interesting. So I just wrote it down. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then later on, I had my, my big spiritual awakening where I completely lost my sense of self, had no attachment to any identity, did not know who Vanessa was or why she was here and what's the point of all of this here on earth. And then I ask those three most important questions in in the midst of that darkness of really not not feeling a sense of purpose, not really having meaning in my life. I was already feeling on that hamster wheel of get up, go to work, come home, wake up, do it again, that so many people stay on for a majority of their lives unconsciously. And I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, okay, Vanessa, you have two choices here. You can either let go, let yourself go and give up essentially, let other people take care of you, end up on the streets in a mental hospital, whatever, or you can see if there's really something more to this life than what you are conceptualizing at this moment. So I asked those three most important questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose? And made a declaration to myself that I am going to find what my purposes and I asked for a purpose that was much bigger than myself. And later that same week, I got introduced into massage therapy, which then led me to Reiki, studying Reiki and energy healing, which then transpired into the spiritual coaching. And it's unraveled. It was like this, just this like one name, fifth dimension therapy. I had no idea what it was, but I'm like, okay, I kind of dig it. <laughs> and it transpired into all of what is now 
existing. That is awesome. I love it. Sometimes people don't understand the whole message thing. You know, it, it's interesting when you sit and you do ask those questions, you do, you get these answers and you're like, where in the heck did that come from? You have that choice to either push it aside or to sit with it. And it sounds like you chose to kind of sit with that and then it just evolved into this beautiful journey. Exactly. Yeah, it's so true. Whether you are asking your subconscious mind or you're asking the universe, you asking you shall receive is a truth that's been spoken about for millennia. So it's definitely true and a law of the universe that I fully believe in and it's transformed my entire life for sure. Listening to that inner guidance system. So tell me again, what were the three questions? Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What was it then that helped you discover who you were? After I asked those three questions, I really paid attention and was looking for some type of sign. I didn't know what I believed in at the time, whether I did believe in God or source energy or if it, I, I had no, I had no clue. It was a complete blank slate, which I always tell people that they feel like they're at the bottom, like shit just keeps happening and I feel like I'm at the bottom of the barrel and I just don't know what to do here at that bottom space where all of this destruction is is going on just like within our world it's a perfect place to begin the process of rebuilding and it always always happens and so I did feel like um, within that moment sitting with myself in silence and I paid attention to what I was guided to there was people that came up to me and I would be thinking about something and they would come to come to me and start talking to me about what I was thinking I'm like okay I'm connected to something higher that's for sure and it's kind of freaking me out I'm not sure if I want this anymore can I go back to being stupid I don't want this this is not okay but I I just kept hearing like it's it's okay just ease into it and meditation was so so huge for me during that period along with the support that I had around me even though my parents didn't understand what I was going through they trusted me enough and and they trusted in my intelligence that I I wasn't gone I wasn't completely gone that Vanessa was still there they can hear it in my voice see it in my eyes and they trusted me that I I was going to make it back and and I did. And then slowly but surely, as I started building new relationships with people and building a new relationship with myself, I just started trying new things. I didn't know that I wanted to be a massage therapist or that that was even a part of my journey, but I, I, I dove in. And sometimes it does take that like first step, even if it's like, I'm not really sure, but jumping in and trying something. And with each new thing that you try, you you learn a different part of yourself. You're like, oh, I didn't even know that I was like this healer. But mm -hmm. now that I've put myself into those spaces and really explored it, it's something that I plan on mastering in this life and making it a part of my craft that I'm practicing every day. I think they say like 10,000 hours is mastery, you know? So I, I plan on dedicating my life to this work and the work of the soul. And that I, identifying with the soul, as both you ladies know, is where I place my intention. That's where I place my energy. And that's what expands. You talk a lot about pain into purpose. Yes. 
you've really learned to use that pain and to teach others how to do that. Is this part of the second question that you asked yourself? Why am I here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do believe that because what really stunts us from moving forward in our life is pain, is suffering, stress. And what stops us from really experiencing the gift of the present moment is our own suffering, our own pain that we inflict onto ourselves. And I say that we inflict onto ourselves because the only way that we can return to power, return to purpose is by taking responsibility for our lives and everything that we've gone through. I truly believe in that. Once you take responsibility and you move from victim into victim mindset to a growth mindset, you start looking at life as everything is some type of of remembrance or lesson, if you will, or blessing. And there is no right or wrong. Everything in life happens for a higher purpose. And that is a belief. And if you choose to believe that there is a higher purpose to everything, even the tree that you're looking at right outside or being on this beautiful podcast or how you wake up in the morning or the dream that you just had or the feeling that you just had, when you start really engulfing yourself into the mystery of the unknown, that there is a higher purpose to all, that we are a part of this energy that creates worlds, then what happened to you when you were younger and any traumas that you went through and any pain that you feel it's the in order for us to be here on earth and to experience our divinity we have to have law of relativity we have to have polarity we have to have the fear polarity all the way to love in order for us to experience contrast and then we get to create and choose Our soul wants us to create. So we get to choose, okay, I just experienced something painful. Well, and now I'm feeling guilty. Do you want to? Do you want to continue feeling guilty? What is this teaching you? And you can turn whatever it is that you're going through into some type of remembrance of what's really true. What is the highest thought that you can grab for in any pain that you are experiencing within this moment, any stress that you're experiencing? What is the highest thought of what is occurring right now? And when you ask yourself that, you will be giving that higher perspective and this will give you power. It will give you purpose. It's not something your soul, the universe doesn't want you to, to suffer. But Holy shit, Vanessa. <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell? Where did you come from? <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, how old are you? I'm 22. <laughs> the fuck where did you what get the fuck? <laughs> where did you get all this wisdom at 22 so amazing how the hell did you receive all of this knowledge and wisdom well i definitely what i will say is saying yes to your soul yes to your soul surrendering to your soul because i know you ladies know this but the all those answers that wisdom we're all we're all connected and what's beautiful is that science and spirituality has been bridging this gap now with consciousness and that we're all interconnected so we all have access to this information but what i will say is i'm guided to the most profound material um conversations with god is one of my i've been listening to it 
recently and I can't wait to go on my road trip just so I can listen to 26 hours of that book because it's just reiterating a lot of the stuff that I talk about and being able to like have a reference and stuff like that. Wayne Dyer was a big one that started my journey that I really resonated with. Can I please interrupt and tell you the funniest shit ever? Yes. Mandy's like, who do you want on? I'm going to email, you know, all of our favorite people. And I'm like listing, you know, some obvious ones. And she goes, I want Wayne Dyer. I'm like, well, girl, you're shooting very high on that one since he's dead. <laughs> she goes, maybe you can channel his ass in. I'm like, <laughs> I might. <laughs> like, girl, your standards are getting mighty fucking high. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love that. Yes, please. I. I've had a dream with him once where we were at this like festival thing and I saw him and I started crying. I was like, Wayne Dyer and I went to go give him a hug. And he's like, Vanessa, six feet away. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <gasps> shit, <that's hilarious." laughs> but what, but then what I learned from my holistic nutrition coach I have for my company, he said that these spiritual teachers the, and all the work that they've done, like you can bathe in their aura. And so it felt like that maybe that was like, even though it's funny with the coronavirus, like six feet away, but it was like, that was only how much I can like handle of being like that close to Wayne mm. Dyer, you know, of like just bathing in his aura. Yeah. Have you watched his movie, The Shift? No. Vanessa, you are going to do that tonight and it's going to freaking blow your ass away. It's called The Shift. You can find it free on YouTube. Oh it is life-changing. Oh, wow. Okay. He's in it. Yep. While we're on this topic, I wanted to say that that quote is on your website and it caught my eye um, that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change by Wayne Dyer. I loved that because I always described it as in, I had to go blind in order to see. So I do to take the blind, you know, I had to close my eyes and go within. I had to be blind to actually look in and see what life was really about. Yeah. And I, I loved that you put that quote on there. I also loved the pain to power, power to passion and passion to purpose. Um, yeah. Explain that in between piece. Is that the, in between the second question, the passion? Yeah. This philosophy is what came to me. These four P's that when we're experiencing pain and then we get to transform that pain into some type of power. And this is the neutrality. You can make that power disrupt you or expand you. That's a choice. There's a choice within that power. And of course, then we want you to expand. Your soul wants you to expand. That's why we're here to expand and to experience. So then moving into passion, you can turn through the pain, turning that into a sense of power that expands you you can turn that into passion that fuels you. Not that you're necessarily like, I'm just running off of my pain and I'm a badass, like, no, no, no. It's like, what did you learn from it? What through contrast did it teach you? And then from that passion, you're building this momentum that empowers you into your purpose, into a sense of purpose that you can share with the world so that others don't have to go through what you've gone through so that you can share how you've learned about love. I'm all about sharing. Love shares. When you're in that love frequency, you want to share. And the more, the more people that we have sharing their stories and what they've realized in their life, 
then even if it's just one one word, one sentence, one little tweak, that it can just it changes your perspective forever. I so this butterfly effects transformation. Yeah. So you believe in the butterfly effect. Some people don't know what that means. What is the butterfly effect? Yes, depending upon who you're talking to, there's different perspectives of this. But for me, the butterfly effect is that and it, it goes so perfectly with like the pain to purpose journey of starting like within this cocoon and you're you're creating and you might not be able to see like in that pain in that moment like what's being created just like the apple seed that's being planted you don't see what's happening underneath the ground but you're trusting that it's going to grow up and become an apple tree and then it does so it's your journey everything that you go through as you begin forming into yourself, you open up and you transform. It's the process of transformation. Every little intricate part, just like the butterfly, every part of the butterfly, even when it becomes like this like milky kind of watery stuff that seems useless, it's not. Everything gets used to form this beautiful manifestation. And that's just like our life. So therefore then the butterfly effect is it's it's sort of like you're planting like these seeds if me and chris never connected this would have never happened so it's like every it's like every Mm -hmm. little part every single thing that happens creates this effect that it 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 transforms the world it it makes it it makes worlds every little part every move you make every word you say you're you're transforming you're manifesting every thought every feeling every action so being mindful of that is being able to be conscious of the butterfly effect that you have the power of mm-hmm. have you ever heard the story of the butterfly with the little boy Mm-mm. can you uh talk to us like how randy does like get into your teacher story time mode once <laughs> <laughs> upon a time there was a a little boy who was so excited, he found a cocoon and he was thrilled. And every day he went by just waiting, patiently waiting for this beautiful butterfly to immerse out of it. But one day he saw that it was shaking and he was so excited and he saw it was struggling. And it was, it was taking forever. And he could see these little holes in it that it was starting to open. And he was like, gosh, it's, it's really struggling to get out. So I'm, I'm going to just take a scissors. I'm just going to help it a little bit and cut it open a little bit for it. Well, the butterfly comes out and its wings are shriveled and it can't fly because it didn't struggle and get the strength it needed to fly. You have to struggle in order to get the strength to be able to fly. Mm, Wow. And so on the, on the, on the boy's end, he was being codependent and helping and enabling this butterfly thinking, oh gosh, I'm just going to help him out, you know, but in the end, that little butterfly needed to struggle in order to gain the strength in the legs and in the wings. Mm-hmm. yeah that's beautiful that's beautiful it's so true that through from what I've learned and therefore experienced as well that 
going through the contrast of experience, in other words, going through pain, any type of pain, guilt, resentment, anger, any suffering, grief, there's an opportunity for us to realize our divinity in that moment through that contrast. Just being Yeah, we often just don't want to feel it. You know, we don't want it as soon as it hits our body. You know, our, I think I've even heard you talk about this on some of your Instagram posts. Like, it's just a natural thing that happens in our brain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The fear response um, and thinking negatively as well. It's just default programmed within our brain to protect ourselves. Essentially, yes, the struggle bus is, is built in, but we do have the power to transform that and reprogram that by positive thinking, by looking for the beauty in all that is happening within your life in this moment. For some reason in my life, I always tend to look for the blessings in the hard lessons. I always tend to think that the only time I'll be taught by the divine is in struggles. So we also have to remember to look in the garden. So instead of just looking in the darkness, to look while you're walking through the garden too, because there's just as many beautiful lessons in the garden. I don't know why I have been that way where I always just look at my struggles, but for some reason I have. And I realized recently that we have labeled this word trigger as something bad. A trigger is actually something good. If you are triggered by something, that means that's a place where you need healing and you need to give attention to it and you need to figure out why trigger for you. And so if you're getting triggered today, honor that space, sit with it and don't run from it. Think about it, heal it. That's an opportunity for healing. And I had never thought of it that way. And yeah, it's like a cramp, you know, it's like that first initial warning. But automatically we just want to run away. Right. And then a lot of times we place the trigger onto someone else's responsibility. Like this thing that triggered me was their fault. So that trigger is actually your responsibility to heal, not for them to heal or not for the experience to heal. Exactly. The, the chemicals are created within you. So yeah, definitely the, and you, you give your power away when you do that, when it's an opportunity for you to step into your power and really see the beauty of every moment. It is a practice. I'm not saying this because I'm a hundred percent perfect at it. Still, of course, we have powerful emotions that can take over, but always wrapping around, okay, what is this teaching me? And what can I learn here? Or more so, what can I remember here about who I truly am? Mm-hmm. And, and, and really step into, step into that. Yeah, triggers are opportunities for us to harness more light, remember more, more of our true essence, 100%. You're so amazing with words. I know. It took us double your lifetime to get there. So that's why I think you're such an inspiration to the world because you're speaking to the people who need this right now because you're right. You get out of high school, you come out of college or whatever you decide to do or not know what to do. This is, this is the questions that they ask. Who am I? What am I here for? And you're addressing that. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I just have to say that because of, because of you ladies, whether you are conscious of it or not, your soul is absolutely doing work to raise the frequency of this planet. So 
then the children coming in later generations can Mm. have these awarenesses and you're remembering who you truly are. In fact, you're not even, this is talked about in conversations with God by Neil Walsh. You're not learning yourself. You're remembering yourself of who you really are. And there's like, it's not like, oh my gosh. Okay. So it's, you're not necessarily learning, you're remembering. And therefore through this experience, you get to create yourself. You get to create who you are. And it's just such a beautiful journey that every moment we get to create this experience, we are creating this experience. We're perceiving with these eyes and we have these brains and this sound that comes through our, through our throat and we get to love and experience. It's truly a blessing if you choose to look at it that way. So the biggest question, what is your purpose? Mm, I love it. I love it. So on one level, and this is just something I believe for everyone, is purpose is to experience. It's my purpose is to experience divinity, to experience it all. It's all not like the pain from yesterday and the blessing from today. None of it, that that mentality that's separating like this is more divine than this. That's a judgment. And that's pulling you away. That's not the essence in which your soul is. That's not your soul. Judgment is not, it's not coming from your soul. That's coming from your programming to protect yourself of like, what's better and what's worse. We're here to experience all of it. And this has helped me so much in every aspect of my life. If I'm feeling some type of like negative emotion, I'm like, okay, let's experience this. There's something here for me. I'm allowing myself to experience this moment and what's coming up for me and what it's showing me. And our soul puts us into these experiences so that we can we can remember who we truly are through that contrast and we get to create from that place we get to create how we perceive it just like the the telephone game like everyone hears something kind of differently depending upon their perspective so why not have a perspective of higher wisdom why not see through the eyes of your soul and this started with your first question of who you really truly were Yeah, which I chose to no longer identify with my programming, conditioning, mm-hmm. and my limitations. It was through I'm, your experiences who you discovered who you truly were. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm going to break that shit down. Society would have said, oh, she's a dropout. Mm-hmm. She's experimenting with drugs. She's on the wrong path. She's being destructive. She's not adding anything to society. Right. W- what else would they have said about you? Maybe that I'm like, yeah, not wanting to do the work, like going to college and stuff like that. Lazy. Lazy. Okay. What yeah. else? Crazy. Gotten that crazy. one a couple of times. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What else do you say society would label you back then? Dude, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. it, it is a lot because we're taught that. And then at one point we almost believe it. Mm-hmm. So- yeah. Any of that that comes up, that gets to me. It's just a reflection of my own judgment. I'm not in my knowing at that point. I'm still having doubt that this is what I'm meant to do. If I am at any way subscribing to any of those terms, those mm-hmm. judgments, yeah. if, if it's getting to me, then there's a part of me that is believing that way. And that's something for me, for anyone to address. Shadow self. So in your experience, if there is someone your age that is struggling with their purpose, whose parents are hounding them about, you know, you're lazy and you're not doing anything with your life and you know, you can't drop out of college and, you know, you have to get a job and you need to, there's someone out there 
because there's so many people at your age that are struggling with what they're going to do with their life and they want to find their true purpose. What would you say the first step is? What is your truth? What is true to you? And how you know what is true to you is what is the highest, most good feeling thought that you have about yourself and your life that you can reach for. And at that moment in time for me, when all my friends are like, yeah, I'm going to going into dentistry and I'm going to study business. And my dad's like, Hey, what are you doing with your life? You know, um, what felt the best to me in that, in that moment was some, I felt this, this healer within me. It was just this deeper feeling, this deeper knowing. And I, it didn't, when I, when I placed myself into becoming a nurse or becoming a mental health therapist, it didn't feel good. It didn't, it just didn't feel good. So I didn't reach for that. I had to sit with myself and I, I still like worked and had a job. I actually was working at um, general nutrition company, GNC. So helping people with their health. And so I was getting a little bit closer to what I wanted to do. So even like getting into a field of that's similar, maybe of um, that doesn't require schooling that you can, you know, step into and just kind of experience. That's when I knew like I loved health and I loved helping people, helping people with their health. It just nutrition and all that came so easy to me. So the first step would be like, what is my truth? You have all of these voices coming at you. And if you want to create your life, your voice needs to be louder than all of theirs. And you need to believe in your voice more than what anyone could say to you. Mm -hmm. If you want to truly create your life. And then from that space is where you take inspired action. And that's when I would ask the question, what will make me the most fulfilled? What is my ideal vision for my life? If you know that you're meant to go to college, then, then do it. You know, if you know you're meant to be a nurse or a doctor or whatever, then definitely go and do it. My life, I wanted to create freedom, fulfillment. I wanted to feel fulfilled in what I was doing. If we're spending like 80% of our life working, I want to make sure that I'm not retiring out of what I do. I'm retiring in to what I do. That's the mm. life that I want to create. Yeah. So then it's creating experiences from there. So then you go out and you experience things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times when you go out to have these experiences and then it doesn't feel right. So you just stop and try something else. That's not being a failure. And that is not quitting. It's experience. And it was an experience now that's going to lead you into something else. Quitting would be if you're just like, oh, I'm not going to go try anything else. I'm not going to go try to have any more experiences. But remember, because I tried 50 things, you know, before I was able to finally find what felt aligned with my soul. Exactly. Well, and guess what? It's like our wonderful friend, Chris Lee said, you can get all the knowledge in the world, but if you're actually not doing anything with it, then it's just knowledge. And if you do do something with it, it turns into wisdom. And I have heard so many people going to school for things only because they were told that that was the direction they should go in. And they go all the way with, you know, four years and then they come out and they don't use it because they're not connected to it. Yeah. And that's where also within that step one, like, what's my truth? Like, what's my intention behind like that, which I'm, I'm moving towards. You even like wrote down, why am I going to college? Well, because my mom told me to, because I feel pressured because then you are making a decision from that vibration in that reality in which you are creating from that decision is that right. going to fulfill you is that going to lead you to that purpose is it is it going to lead you to your joy and happiness and your freedom 
Right. Perfect example. My daughter, after her first year in college, came to me and she was like, even if I got my degree today, I don't think I'd want to do it. But I just wasted a whole year. I feel really bad. You feel really bad? Like you really are considering to keep going because you feel really bad because of me and or because of other people, what they're going to think about you? You go and do what you want to do. Like Mandy said, you still have the experience. It's not taken away from you. And actually the experience of you choosing yourself and your own passion and desires is the best lesson of all. Mm-hmm. It's extremely bold because it can piss people off or like, cause you're like kind of going the other way because they're like projecting what they think is best for you. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Also an important question to ask is like, what is success to me? Dr. Chris Lee asked me this too. He was like, what is, what does it look like to be successful for you, Vanessa? Like, what does that look like? And if you are identifying with all that society says of like what it looks like, you know, you have this good job and this car and this family and the white picket fence and all of this stuff that's just like programmed. Is that true for you? And so then re-identifying like what true success looks like for you. It's being on the road in my hippie van and I'm just loving life. <laughs> yes. I see that, Vanessa. I, you sent me a picture because I had a vision just now. Me too. You know, here's the thing. You have to create space, right? In order to be able to even ask yourself those questions because without the space to be able to receive those answers it's impossible and so like you said using tools like meditation and maybe some energy healing or journaling what other suggestions do you have yes i did just like have to take a leap into like certain directions that felt the best then i got led into coaching and then that's where like i've learned so much and this is what i honestly truly believe to be like the new way of just transforming and education really because you're learning from not not a teacher that just studied music uh but you're learning from like a teacher who like is in a band or like they're like you know they it's a part of their life like it is their life and you're what that's yeah they embody this Yeah. yeah they embody it yeah exactly they didn't just like study it having some type of coach or mentor that you really resonate with totally transformed my life mm-hmm. into helping you identify what your blocks are and yes. helping you i say the subconscious is like this garden that we've talked about and we have um, you know these weeds and these flowers but you go in there and you pull out these weeds but when you have someone else in there like pulling out these weeds with you and like helping you and guiding you it transforms you 100 percent faster by identifying what your limitations are and uh, and working with expansive people that are doing what you want to do i would not be wearing that without my mentors and coaches man like for real like that was my college I've $30,000 on coaching. (laughs) Oh gosh. But now that you are on the other end in coaching, don't you find that this never ends? You're constantly learning too, even on the coaching end. I can't believe the amount of knowledge and expansion that Mandy and I have experienced doing this podcast and working with people like you and you know, reading the amazing books that, you know, we have these authors on our show and reading their books and just meeting people like Chris Lee. It's amazing. You, the journey is never over. You're constantly growing and expanding. Oh, 
And it's so exciting. It's so true. Every coach has a coach. Every healer has a healer. You know what I mean? So definitely if you're not receiving those messages to where I started is healing. So healing what is blocking you from receiving. And, you know, if you have unworthiness issues, if you have resentment in your heart, if you have anger within your body, you feel guilty or shameful, any of these lower frequencies, your, your mind is in your body. So if any, everything that you've gone through is within those cells that are making up your entire body. So clearing these densities out of your body, out of your field is number one, the most important thing that you can do if you're not getting clear feedback from the universe, from what it is that you believe in, your higher self, your subconscious mind, then your, your healing is number one biggest priority. Really mind-blowing. You're not really 22. You're like... 222. Because <laughs> you know me and my twos. <laughs> People your age, a lot of them aren't brave enough to say, fuck you, society, and fuck you, mom, dad. <laughs> and, sorry, parents. <laughs> and listen to their soul. You know, we forget as parents that we don't own our children. We made their physical, but we, di we didn't make their, their soul. Their soul doesn't belong to us. God made that. And we have got to let that travel where it's meant to go and quit trying to direct their path on how we want them to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And now it's time for Break That Shit Down. Where I feel like our world is, is headed and what the purpose to all of this is the awakening people becoming more and more conscious through all of this contrast that we are experiencing and just to reiterate contrast just having these different like destruction like we're having fires here on the west coast the covid um everything that's going on within our world a lot of it has been going on behind the scenes and a lot of people haven't been conscious of it. Now way more people are conscious of like what's going on. Like everything is divine. Everything is divine. So even the people in power, they're playing, they're playing roles. They're, they're playing roles. They're, they're just as important and have just as high of a purpose as other beings that are like conscious of love and want to spread love you know, spreading, spreading fear <laughs> into people, but that it's like for us to realize ourselves, this is all an opportunity and all a gift for us to realize ourselves. And with the coronavirus, honestly, I mean, being more conscious of your health and what strengthens your immune system, like breath work, dude, these, these natural things, sunlight through contrast. Like I said, when you welcome in the higher perspectives, you will be given them that we are headed into a really great awakening. I really do believe that. And the more people we have awakening to love, awakening to health and like being conscious of, of who you are and why you're here to experience life, to enjoy, to, to be loved, to experience love and to spread that love to everyone that we can through all of this contrast that we're experiencing it's an opportunity for people that have been really stuck in their ways and i like i have family members i i know we all know people that are really stuck in their ways some people really need to be shooken up in order to wake up it's an opportunity really for all of us to realize our divinity and create it i love the contrast i love how you've been educating me on that word and you sound like you're talking about 
soul contracts. You know, people are here to play out a certain contract or an agreement. And so everyone plays their part. We're not all on the same level and we can't expect everyone to be on the same level as ourselves. So accepting all that contrast and the parts that people are playing. Exactly. That's fifth dimension consciousness. That's unity consciousness. When you can see the light and even the murderers, the rapists, our president, you can see the light in them. That's when you know you're getting closer and closer to your soul because your soul is looking through those eyes of love, just like God's source creator loving us unconditionally. When we can align with that unconditional love and love everything and everyone and not create separation, that's where we are truly remembering our divinity. Wow. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, ladies. So You've been amazing. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Tell them about what you do, what you offer. Yes, absolutely. So we do now have our signature program, which is our Healers Academy, where we go on the healer's journey. You do learn Reiki and I do certify. It's just so beautiful. Not only do you learn energy healing, but you really learn the aspects of what it truly means to be a healer and really be able to serve from your soul place and identify your gifts, like really step into what your gifts are and be able to use. I, I believe learning energy healing is like the very fundamentals to like any healer being able to have those understandings. So we go on that journey, the Healers Academy, super amazing. I do offer free breakthrough calls on my website you can go to work with me I do have courses as well and our one-to-one sessions too with me and other healers I have on the team so we do have a, a free Facebook community called fifth dimension humanity and I do a lot of free content there Instagram fifth dimension therapy yes definitely book a call with me and, and jam out with me and I'll be happy to point you in the direction of what feels best thank you thank you ladies so much for having me on this has been so incredible and you two are just so inspiring so thank you for supporting me and loving me it's yeah love you and we'll be in touch soon thank you yes thank you thanks for being with us today we hope you will come back next week if you like what you hear don't forget to rate like and subscribe thank you we rise to lift you up thanks for listening